What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movies Concrete Cowboy and News of the World. But first, let's talk about the movie Concrete Cowboy. Here's a quick synopsis. Teenager Cole is headed down the wrong path when his mom makes him move from Detroit to live with his estranged father in Philadelphia for the summer. This movie just hit Netflix, and I was highly anticipating it. I know who Caleb McLaughlin is. I watch Stranger Things. Uh, Idris Elba is always super reliable. And I 100% love the Western genre. I think it is better than the superhero genre. I think it's right up there with the sci-fi genre as my favorite genre of film. There are so many different kind of Westerns that you can make. You can make a super action-packed Western, but then you can make a movie like Concrete Cowboy that is super grounded in reality. This film is based off a group of actual real-life horse riders. The film stars Caleb McLaughlin, who, like I mentioned earlier, is one of the stars of Stranger Things. And I think the most interesting thing about Stranger Things is what these actors are doing outside of that show. And most of them have gone down the path of being in movies. Millie Bobby Brown, I mean, she has a movie out right now, Kong vs. Godzilla. She is a part of that movie. Finn Wolfhard has been in the It films. He's he's going to be in the next Ghostbusters film. Natalia Dyer has been in some pretty interesting movies, and Charlie Heaton was in New Mutants, and he's going to be in the sequel to the breakout indie hit, The Souvenir. And McLaughlin is joining his Stranger Things co-stars in being a potential movie star. I think the rest of their careers are going to be super fascinating. And what I find interesting about them is they're not the normal kid actors. I mean, so many kids come from shows and then they can only be that one thing. I think Millie Bobby Brown proved she could be more than just Elle with Enola Holmes. I really thought she was believable as the daughter of Sherlock Holmes. Whatever you make of that. I thought she was compelling and believable outside of the Stranger Things verse. I think Finn Wolfhard is very believable when he's in movies outside of Stranger Things. And Caleb McLaughlin is really believable in Concrete Cowboy. Never when I watched this movie did I one time think about his role in Stranger Things. I didn't think about what he'd done from his career. It didn't matter that he was Caleb McLaughlin. I was just like, this is a kid actor, teen actor, whatever you want to call him, that is playing a part. You could tell he was playing a character, and he was super believable playing that character. And most of those other Stranger Things actors have proven that they can play characters. They're not just that one thing. And I do feel like a big part of that has to do with the fact that Stranger Things each season feels like a movie. I mean, they're not making a regular TV show. I feel like it would be completely different if it was on CBS. I mean, the directors that those kids get to work with on Stranger Things are some of the best in the world. But they are really good actors, and I think at least four of them could potentially be some of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Like, if the Ghostbusters Afterlife is a huge hit, then Finn Wolfhard very well might be on the path to movie stardom. The same with Millie Bobby Brown. With the success of Enola Holmes and the success of Kong vs. Godzilla, she might appear in bigger and bigger movies. As for McLaughlin, I don't know if he's destined for movie stardom, but I can 100% say he is a very good actor, and he is very good in this film. It is a 
very subtle performance from Caleb McLaughlin. I feel like a lot of people would have played the trouble teen role and made it boring, but he made it interesting. Starring alongside him in this film is Idris Elba, who is best known for massive blockbusters like Thor, Pacific Rim, The Jungle Book, Star Trek Beyond, and Hobbs and Shaw, and he does some of his best work in this movie. He's just super consistent and reliable. I love him in almost everything. I especially loved him in Molly's Game and Rock and Roll, and I think the best of his career is yet to come. Everybody wants Elba to be the next James Bond. I'm on board with that, but I do think he is so sneaky good in these indie films that not enough people are seeing. We've all seen Star Trek Beyond, we've all seen Thor, but more people need to see him in movies like Concrete Cowboy because when he shows up in those movies, he's not only super big, which he is in some of those other massive blockbusters, but he's also a really solid leading man. The fascinating thing about Elba is everyone has seen those massive blockbusters and nobody knows him for the exact same thing. I feel like there are people out there that only know him because of the Thor films. I feel like there are only people out there that know him from Star Trek Beyond. He's not universally known, but everyone has seen his biggest films. Elba's next films include The Suicide Squad with Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, and Viola Davis. The Harder They Fall with Jonathan Majors, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Zazie Beetz, and Delroy Lindo, which is also a Western, and 3,000 Years of longing with Tilda Swinton, sign me up for a movie with Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. That film is being directed by George Miller, whose last film was Mad Max Fury Road, and he's going to do the Furiosa film. I mean, George Miller is one of the best directors on planet Earth, and I can't wait to see Idris Elba in a George Miller film. Also in Concrete Cowboy is Byron Bowers, who has become one of my favorite scene-stealing supporting actors. He's great in this movie, and I absolutely loved him in Honey Boy. He brings some much-needed humor to these serious dramas. And Bauer's next films include The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal, Ethan Hawke, Riley Keough, and Paul Dano, and Kimmy with Zoe Kravitz, which will be directed by Steven Soderbergh. And, oh, by the way, The Guilty will be directed by Antoine Fuqua. I hope that Byron Bowers becomes a household name. He is one of the best supporting actors working today. He is so funny and he gets very little screen time in those two films I mentioned before. In this film, he's barely in it in Concrete Cowboy, but he is humorous throughout. And in Honey Boy, his scenes with Lucas Hedges are incredible. I need more Byron Bowers in movies immediately. And thankfully, it seems like I'm going to be getting that very, very soon. This film got me thinking that you can still make westerns that are set in modern times. I mean, some of the best westerns recently have been set in modern times. Hell or High Water with Chris Pine. I absolutely love that film. That is one of the best films of the decade. I mean, how Ben Foster didn't win an Oscar for that film is beyond me. 
You also have Wind River with Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. I absolutely love that movie. And I think the perfect example of the modern Western is No Country for Old Men with Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, and Josh Brolin. I mean, that film is incredible. That's probably one of the best Westerns of all time, yet that is set in modern times. I like these movies because they show that the Western can evolve. It doesn't have to be all these classic shootouts that we've all seen over and over again. The genre can evolve way more than people give it credit for, and that's why I think Concrete Cowboy is special. It's not only a father-son drama, but it's also in this classic genre that's mixed in in these modern times, and it works so well. I think it's a hidden gem. I feel like probably not a ton of people are going to watch the film Concrete Cowboy, but you definitely should. I recommend checking out Concrete Cowboy, if only for the performances of Caleb McLaughlin, Idris Elba, and Byron Bowers. Seriously, watch the film Concrete Cowboy. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie News of the World. Here's a quick synopsis. In 1870, Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd goes from town to town reading newspapers to the people when he comes across Joanna, a child who's been separated from her family and decides to go on a journey to bring her home. This was one of the films I desperately wanted to watch. I'd heard good things. A lot of people say it's the best movie of 2020 and a lot of people have mixed reactions to it. Listen, I really like the Western genre. I really love Tom Hanks. I think Paul Greengrass is one of the best directors working today. So absolutely, I love this film and here are the reasons why. I think Tom Hanks is really good in this movie and I think we take him for granted. It makes absolutely no sense which films he gets nominated for an Oscar for and which ones he doesn't. I mean, have you looked at the movies that Tom Hanks has been in that he wasn't nominated for an Oscar? I mean, my personal favorites include Apollo 13, which I think is a top five Tom Hanks performance. You also have my favorite collaboration between him and Steven Spielberg, Catch Me If You Can. Also, he wasn't nominated for that Sam Mendes film, Road to Perdition. How do you watch that movie and go, Tom Hanks is not one of the best actors on planet Earth? And I really liked him in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood as Mr. Rogers, but he's way better as Walt Disney in Saving Mr. Banks. The Academy doesn't recognize Tom Hanks when he is at his absolute best. And I think that is a crime. I think he should have been nominated for an Academy Award for this performance. I mean, I think the most famous example of him not getting nominated for an Oscar was for his performance in Captain Phillips. We all know that that movie is incredible and it is one of the biggest crimes that Tom Hanks was not nominated. I know that Tom Hanks won Oscars for Philadelphia and Forrest Gump, but that does not mean you get to disregard the other great performances of his career. I don't think he should have been nominated for Castaway, but I do think he should have been nominated for those other films that I mentioned. I guess what I find interesting is that I think the best Tom Hanks is not necessarily what the public thinks the best Tom Hanks is at this point in his career. We've seen him do everything. So when he does something different like a Western, I want to reward him for that, while other people want to see him get rewarded for playing similar characters like in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. No, 
I think he should be rewarded for doing new types of genres. Hanks' upcoming projects include Bios with Caleb Landry Jones, Elvis with Austin Butler, and Pinocchio with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Cynthia Erivo, and Keegan-Michael Key. It's so fascinating that Tom Hanks continues to work with Disney over and over again. I mean, he's basically had an ongoing relationship with that company since starring in Toy Story, and it's definitely paid off for him and that company. I absolutely love Saving Mr. Banks. Who doesn't love the four Toy Story movies? Tom Hanks, keep working with Disney. Everybody wants to see you as Geppetto in Pinocchio. The other main star of News of the World is Helena Zangle, who outshines Hanks despite the fact that she has very little dialogue. It's the best performance from a kid actor this year, and it's no wonder why she received a Golden Globe nomination for it. I feel like it's the best performance by a kid since Roman Griffin Davis last year in Jojo Rabbit. That's how incredible Helena Zengel is. It's so fascinating to see a kid that good of an actor because we see movies with kid actors and you go, wow, I never want to see another movie starring a kid. But then you see something like this in News of the World and you're like, no, it's okay that she's an actress right now because she's one of the best actresses on the planet. I felt the same way about Roman Griffin Davis in Jojo Rabbit. There's just something so unique about them. They kind of transcend their age. You're just like, it doesn't matter that they're 12 years old in real life because they're a movie star right now. This film also features two of the most underrated supporting actors working today in Bill Camp and Ray McKinnon. Camp has appeared in movies like Lawless, 12 Years a Slave, Love and Mercy, and Wildlife, and Ray McKinnon has appeared in The Blind Side, Tig, Shelter, Mud, and Ford v. Ferrari. If these guys show up in movies, the movies usually end up being incredible. I mean, The Blind Side was a major Oscar contender. Ford v. Ferrari was a major Oscar contender. Wildlife was one of my favorite movies of that year. Love and Mercy is incredible. If Bill Camp or Ray McKinnon is in a movie, usually that movie ends up being incredible. I mean, Bill Camp just won a SAG award for his work on The Queen's Gambit, so he's also had success in TV. I mean, I first saw Ray McKinnon in the remake of Footloose and thought he was incredible in that, so I find it fascinating that he's gone on this incredible run of appearing in great, great movies. Either guy may never end up winning an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, but make no mistake, Bill Camp and Ray McKinnon are reasons why movies end up being really, really good and special. Let's talk about the director of this film, who also has an amazing track record. Paul Greengrass, the writer-director, is one of the most versatile directors working today. He's made a film in a ton of different genres. Action with the Bourne films, drama with Captain Phillips, and now a western with News of the World. Greengrass also seems to get the best out of Tom Hanks. With this and Captain Phillips, he's gotten the two best recent performances from the acting legend. I feel like News of the World has a lot in common with the Coen Brothers film True Grit. Not just because they are both westerns, but also because both star all-time great movie stars and Jeff Bridges in True Grit and Tom Tom Hanks and News of the World, who are upstaged by newcomers giving breakout performances. Haley Steinfeld in True Grit, where she was nominated for an Oscar, and Helena Zengel, who was nominated for a Golden Globe. Yes, you came to both of those movies because they starred massive, massive movie 
stars. I mean, in True Grit alone, you had Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon. They are the reason we all gave True Grit a chance. But then after you saw the movie, you were like, wow, this Haley Steinfeld is incredible. It's the same thing with News of the World. We all gave this movie a chance because it stars Tom Hanks. But then you walk away and you're like, wow, Helena Zangle is the real reason this movie is special. And that's what's so unique about both of these movies. Most of the time, you come for those people and then they end up being the best thing in the movie. But in the rare occasion, they are upstage and both of these films are examples of that. Steinfeld upstages Jeff Bridges and Helena Zangle upstages Tom Hanks. Not only is this film an old-fashioned western, but it also relates to what's going on in the world today. When it comes to the news, there are corrupt people who are trying to control people by telling them the news they want people to hear, but in reality there are people like Tom Hanks' character in this movie who want to give people the legitimate news so they know what's going on around the world. I think this movie perfectly illustrates how dangerous it is to give misinformation and how when people are given legitimate news, it can bring them hope. I feel like a lot of people don't think there's any power in modern news, but there is power in the information you're given, and if you are given actual facts, I think there is hope in facts, and I think that's a part of what News of the World is about, the power of facts over just giving misinformation. My one major issue with this movie is that it never felt like the heroes of this film were ever in any real danger. Like, I never felt like the Tom Hanks character was in peril. I never felt like Helena Zangle's character was in trouble that much. I get that this movie is more of a character piece, but I never felt the threat of what was going to happen to the characters. I never felt like anything bad was going to happen to them. It never had the suspense. Like, for example, a movie like Free Ten to Yuma. You can really feel the suspense of that movie that stars Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. There is a real danger of that movie. That's like a wild, wild western. This movie is kind of calm, and I get that that's kind of the point, but it also is kind of a little long for a movie that doesn't have a serious threat. That would be my one issue with News of the World. But other than that, I think you can make the argument that this is the best film not to get nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. I think it's that good. I think Tom Hanks is giving one of the best performances of his career. I think Helena Zangle is a breakout star. I think Paul Greengrass probably should have been nominated for an Oscar for Best Director. I think the world of News of the World, and I definitely recommend you check it out. Watch the film News of the World. I wanted to point out how interesting it is that I picked both of these films to talk on this podcast because they are eerily similar. Concrete Cowboy and News of the World are two westerns. They're both made in modern times. News of the World is a classic western, while Concrete Cowboy is a modern western. But think about this comparison. Both films star established movie stars in Tom Hanks and Idris Elba while they are paired with young upcoming actors in Caleb McLaughlin and Helena Zangle. I mean, do yourself an absolute favor and check out both of these westerns because they are great additions to the genre. Definitely watch Concrete Cowboy and News of the World. I guarantee you won't 
regret it. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on the movies Concrete Cowboy and News of the World. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the movies Misbehavior, starring Kira Knightley, Jesse Buckley, Gugu Mbatu-Ra, Greg Kinnear, and Reese Evans, and our friend starring Casey Affleck, Jason Siegel, and Dakota Johnson. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>